0: Hello, and welcome to this podcast today. I'm sitting here with Jenna. Jenna, can you tell your full name, actually? It's better if you say it. Oh, yeah, case.
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Jenner Oscarly Argeta Sepeda.
0: oscarli Oscar yeah. is such a German name, actually. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, we're here at the Root Summit in Berlin. It's Saturday evening. Portugal just lost the soccer game against
1: Uruguay. Uh, Uruguay against Portugal yeah. yeah,
0: and actually I'm glad that Portugal lost, I didn't really watch the game because I had a podcast with Rock before and today you had a, pod- <laughs> not a, podcast, a lecture about a really cool topic actually I personally love Vital Pop and you made a full lecture about it how did it work, how do you think about doing such a lecture because it's a quite controversial and rare topic in dentistry
1: yeah, the, the interesting point of doing this, this procedure in dentistry is actually that is controversial because maybe 10 years ago, it was a non-reliable treatment for saving dental pulp. But now we have the proper materials to do vital pulp therapy and to offer to the patient a reliable outcome. And that's why I, I started uh, talking about this topic. I started uh, doing this these procedures on my patients. And it's a treatment, really,
0: it's really, really working well. Maybe also for a listener, to say, you're an endodontist, you've trai- been trained in Guatemala as well, but you have an office in Guatemala City. Um, yeah. But you also have an o- office in your hometown, which is rural Guatemala, and as I understood your lecture, actually in rural Guatemala you saw the need for this kind of treatment.
1: Yes, exactly. I got interested in this in this topic because my, the first op- office that I opened was in my hometown. It's a small town in Guatemala, and a lot of people does not have the the money to pay for a root canal treatment.
0: So I thought but, uh, let's talk in dollars or euros? No, yes,
1: there the, is the Guatemalan Quetzales.
0: Okay, but uh, compared to dollars or US, how much is a root canal treatment? In
1: oh, in dollars, a root canal treatment, oh, it's like a range. It can be 200 or 50 US dollars depending on okay. who is performing the root mm-hmm. canal treatment. But there are people that earn a month like fifty US dollars. Okay. So if they need to pay for a dental for a root canal treatment, maybe they ha- they have to invest the complete money that they earn during a month. Com- during the
0: whole month mm. so that's a huge commitment and this way I actually think uh, vital pulp to me is a very great treatment option uh, how long have you been doing this vital pulp treatment now? I started since 6 years ago I think doing
1: it on a regular basis and I decided to read and uh, learn about the procedure because of that because a lot of people cannot afford a root canal treatment and I was looking for an easier option for me and a cheaper option for the patient.
0: Mm. So, in terms of materials, you mentioned a lot of time biodentin in the lectures. Are you also using biodentin as an, an MTA-like material in your office yes, for this treatment?
1: Yes. The the good point about biodentin is it that it's really easy to handle. The properties are really good, like Biological properties are similar to MTA. Yeah. But in terms of restorative, biolentin is, is better mm. because you can use it as a base and you can use it as a um, temporary restorative material and then place the final restoration. Mm. But I am using MTA as well. I'm using biolentin MTA and some bioceramics. Okay, uh, which cements.
0: MTA are you using to be, spe- be very specific in this podcast?
1: Mostly the MTA from dense fly.
0: Okay, the prude MTA. Prurude
1: MTA, yeah. yeah.
0: But I think in Germany, the prude MTA is basically one of the more expensive MTAs, whereas biodentine is one of the cheaper MTA-like materials. It's the same uh, in your country?
1: It's the same. root okay. is the most expensive. Uh, biodentine is expensive as well.
0: Yeah, okay. Because I personally would think that... If something like not non-proved ABA works very well, I would rather stick with this one as an alternative and stay with it due to uh, economic reasons, probably. Well, I didn't have time to attend Josette uh, Camaletti's lecture today, but she actually strongly talked about radio inside these materials, and her emphasis was basically that we shouldn't use bismuth oxide materials and actually Dense never changed um, the mixture of ProRoot MTA We always stayed the same and um, it's kind of interesting that they never changed the mixture um, and
1: yeah I, the problem with that MTA that it will stain and will change the color of the toothed struc- structure that's one of the reasons why I prefer to use biodentin. for example mm. if I need to perform a vital pulp therapy in the anterior zone i will never go for the pro root mta i prefer to go for biodentine or another bioceramic uh, mm. material in that zone because pro root gray mta would always change the color of yeah. the dental structure
0: it's uh, so very interesting apparently it changed the color What well, well, we have to say last time I used it was about seven years ago and since then I've been alternative MTA materials and the German market, we have a lot of alternative MTA materials. I don't know if, uh, how it's on the Kota-Mont or South American market, but here we are like, we have Swiss MTA, Polish MTA, French MTA with uh, different price ranges. Of course, we are mostly, how do you call it, inspired by the crude MTA. But they changed the ratio of pay supplies uh, partly in a very really interesting way. Uh, do you have also a variety of different MTA uh okay, okay. Uh, distributors yeah. in Guatemala?
1: Yeah, we have, we have different kinds of MTA in Guatemala. We have MTA Angelus.
0: Okay, yeah, of course from Brazil.
1: Yeah, from Brazil and... Six months ago, a little, little bit more than that. PD produced the entire company that is a Swiss company.
0: Yeah. Use the map system from PD. I use the map system
1: yeah. from PD, yeah. and they also have a really interesting MTA that can set in
0: fifteen minutes. Actually, fifteen minutes setting time is really interesting when you talk about valpoporto therapy, because, for example, we'll talk about bleeding in a minute, but sometimes. People suggest to wait until up to 25 minutes for bleeding control, and in the MTA of PDA would have said this yeah, <laughs> amount yeah, of yeah. time. So, um, I don't know how the prude MTA was, uh, how <laughs> ma- long the setting time was, because I don't remember it actually anymore. Okay. And you also had a really nice idea for your lecture, because I was the one who was surprised about your idea. Could you tell you about your idea, about your lecture?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah uh actually talking about vital pull therapy there are like different approaches there is the chance of going for a stepwise excavation complete excavation doing a direct pull capping for example partial pulpotomy and full pulpotomy i have a lot of cases of direct direct pull capping and partial pulpotomy but I have never performed a full pulpotomy. But since three or more or five years ago, there are several articles reporting that full pulpotomy can have a great success Mm. as a a treatment option in endodontics. And I remember your presentation two years ago in Roots. And I was thinking, it can be really, really cool if you're accept to be part of my lecture and talk about his experience on full pulpotomy because there is an option. There is an option and you have a lot of experience doing that kind of treatment on patients. That I decided to invite you to inviting you, and you can kin- kindly accept my invitation. And actually, it
0: was a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was really funny for me because it was like a secret idea; nobody knew about it. Yeah, and no I matter. was really su- actually after lecture, some people were kind of mad at me because I didn't to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting because that's probably the beauty of the root summit. That, for example, few guys, Gagel, you, and me presented cases at the last root summit. You two ended up at the main stage, and you were even so kind <laughs> to invite me on your main <laughs> stage, <laughs> just because I presented a case about a full paternity to be the last time at the Root summit. Actually, this year I, due to babysitter reasons, I didn't have time to attend the case presentation. Did you look at the case presentations this yes, year? Yes, I look at the case presentation. How was it? Tell me, because I don't know anything about the case presentations this year.
1: It was great. I love, I love to go and see the case presentation because. But you did
0: present one yourself.
1: No, 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 I okay. didn't because I, I have the other lecture, uh, but it's always really, really, really interesting. A lot of. Really interesting topics were presented. As like as well. what?
0: Can you give a short overview about the topics? Who yeah, were? yeah. Uh, actually, a friend of
1: mine from Guatemala comes to Berlin to present a really interesting case.
0: Se- tell us the name like, also. Benjamin
1: it. Rodriguez. Okay. Benjamin, like, like you, George Benjamin. And <laughs> 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 uh, he presented a case about. A multiple failure in one upper canine. Okay. He performed two retreatments, doing everything so well, disinfecting everything inside of the canal. But maybe because of extra radicular infection, the treatment oh, failed. Okay, yeah. that's very interesting. And he needs to go for an apical surgery. Yes. After the apical surgery, the treatment starts going well because... Uh, After six months, he started seeing uh, a healing of the periapical area that the patient had. So this case was really interesting because despite our our best efforts, sometimes it's not possible to get a success in in some cases. And another interesting thing about the case presentations... Was that there were a lot of different topics. One guy about talks about uh, occlusion. One girl for, uh, from ex- from Spain talks about dance in Oh, nice. Yeah, related to internal so- root resorption. It seems that there is a some kind of correlation between these do these two. Uh, events happening happening in the in the dental in the dental tissue, so it's quite interesting. And the great thing about roots is, like just mentioned before, we were in the case presentation two years ago, and now we have the opportunity and the honor to be in the main stage, sharing the stage with really, really well known endodontists all around the world.
0: Oh, yeah. That's actually a great opportunity. Actually, Gisette Camletti also listened to our lecture and she referenced it. Hmm. Uh, it was very funny because she sh- so showed some research about, uh, of course, calcium hardricks l- l- release and probably that after 90 19 years it may be released, but she was like yeah we saw a uh, recall uh, 70 recalls but we probably won't see a 90 recall yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this this data d- doesn't matter if we still have some releasing <laughs> ions after 90 years <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but coming back to mm. your lecture I personally find it's basically this treatment vital pulpitry is completely underrated in yeah. dental literature, probably partly maybe even because not, well, there's no money in MTA or biodentity anymore because compared to the old Perutt prices it's today biotin on the German markets basically we pay about sixty uh, euros per usage for perut and ten euros per usage for biodentine, for example sixty
1: for using in
0: yeah okay uh, for the whole package and uh, okay okay yeah, ah, yeah and well it's like a little sugar. Package and yeah. depends on your system. Some sensors are smart and don't use all 0.5 gram but some are, I wouldn't say smart or not, but some people will, will want to be sure to like mix everything and then it's we have a lot of waste. And actually, this is the thing I don't understand about biodentine because it's like a capsule mix thing. With 0.7 gram and you have a lot of waste. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. if I want to do a 0.3 gram for the half price, maybe 5 euros. It probably would be so purple right? cap for even for a pho- popotomy. Because I use a product in the German market who is 0.14 grams, but it's like nano grinded. So we have a lot of material still left over, even if it's a really a short amount of gram. So it, it's enough for a popotomy in a molar. But for example, using bay I I could probably <laughs> do three free <propotomies laughs> <Yeah, laughs> three yeah, different yeah. molars, yeah. with these kinds of amounts. And that's kind of a pity in my eyes with the bartandine, and the also there limits the mixture thing to the, this capsule, and where it's not like a powder uh, water mixture where you can uh, mix it yourself. And actually, I know there was it used to be a German blog. And we had, like, prototypes of biodentine. we said that the first film was a self-mixture, <laughs> I mixture mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, But I personally don't have any experiences with biodentine. Okay. That's, like, a more a specialty of the German market. You have more experience with biodentine?
1: Yeah. Actually. So,
0: what's your longest, you rather, on the discoloration? Because I personally think, when talking about vital pulp therapy... We have two main things which are basically disadvantages. One is a supposedly discoloration issue and one is calcification issue. Can you comment on these two facts?
1: When doing full pulpotomy or vital pulp therapy? The
0: vital pulp therapy in, in general? general.
1: Okay, okay. Two discoloration will always be present depending on the radiopacifier that is used but biodentin there is no problem. Actually the problem with biodentine, number one is there is a lot of material when you mix the capsule. Okay. Yeah, this is too much material and you have to throw a lot of material sometimes. And the other problem with biodentine is that the radio is not so good.
0: Actually, uh, yeah, actually, uh, actually, when you're telling me, I actually remember cases about that uh, they wanted that or that took this with dentin very serious, that's your it's like dentin. It's like dentin, actually.
1: Yeah. In some cases it's great because if you have a radicular perforation and, and you place biodentin in that perforation, nobody will notice that on X-rays. Because mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the same radiopacity. But the great point about biodentin is like uh, it is a material that you can use as a base because the resistance to compressive forces can reach more than 300 megapascals.
0: But that's for example a thing I didn't really understand in the lecture. Of course you compared but the compressive forces of regular MTA about 60-80 megapascals. 30, 30. 30. Even less sorry. Yeah, it's even uh, less. And biodentine is much higher but I personally think I place some MTA on it and when I try to cover it in the same session with uh-huh. a composite and I personally don't know if the compressive f- forces are something that which, just, uh, which are lab forces which we hmm. know from the lab the co- compressive forces are low and maybe biotin is more but if it's clinically rele- relevant what do you think about it?
1: There is a clinical relevance if you place a thick layer of MTA because if you place like five millimeters of MTA, mm.
0: the occlusal forces will break it. Okay. Okay. That's, for example, the beauty of biodentine. I have to admit it, although I don't use it, But you could place the whole cavity with biodentine, leave it for six months, and then just cut back the biodentine and place a composite restoration. And I think it's very advantageous. I wouldn't yeah. do that with MTA for sure. Yeah.
1: Yes, you can, you can do that using biodentine, but maybe not for six months. I think six months is, is much, but you can f- fill the complete cavity with biodentine, wait for one or two months, and then just do your, your preparation and the tooth and fill it with composite. When, with MTA, it's not advisable to go for more than four millimeters, three maybe, it's, it's going to be a, a great amount for avoiding the, the risk of, mm. of, of breaking the, the MTA. So by then it, it can use as a base and as a temporary restorative material. With MTA what you have said before is, is it's a good option because you can place one or two millimeters of MTA for providing all the good advantages of MTA to the dental tissue, to the pulp tissue and then place a glass ionomer or a composite above the material and mm. you will have good results as well but with mta with regular mta is not possible to do the final restoration in the same appointment uh, with biodentin, you can do that in the same appointment and with this mta that i mentioned to you before the mta from pd you can do the final restoration in the same appointment okay. because it will be set. Uh,
0: actually, I just thought about um, objecting a bit because yeah. um, I personally, my uh, first, when I started this Vice to I usually did it in two sessions, just temporized it with IOM or something like things Seat Exceed Um you know. But it's, of course, very possible to do it in the same appointment. Of course, it might differ sometimes. We have thickness problems for our situation if you do partial pulpotomy, but f- that's the beauty of full pulpotomy cases, yeah. but you have a lot of space, yeah, yeah. and uh, since we fill basically fill the old pulp chamber with MTA, even if we are just in the 2mm stereo, uh, we don't have any problems placing a composite uh, in the end after we covered uh, the MTA, but maybe you're right, because I haven't used... ProRoot mta for this kind of treatment because it was in bite the pulp cases it's actually even for the german market kind of too expensive um, if you like just use a single dose mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. i know that there are some de- dentists are purely d- dividing it in two or three doses so the assistant can't <laughs> use yeah. them all and the literature is great on prude mta we have to say admit that yeah. when you look at other materials except biodentin Biodentin is very good in supporting universities, so they have a lot of literature, actually, even for the vital part, but other MTA brands don't. And that's, for example, at the ESE, Giuseppe Camilletti actually was doing like her own research about it, that most of the MTAs were actually popular, for example, in Europe. I only remember the Europe numbers. are not really clinically tested, which is... Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. When you think about it... A bit scary, <laughs> yeah. But, it, it can be a little bit but scary. But on the other hand, my personal experience is that okay. Not every composite is probably as clean and tested as we would like to be, but the light curing still works. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's basically depends which brand you take; it's probably something which would always <laughs> work. So. So sometimes I think about is it really that important that we need to test every MTA on the market uh, until we get really strong evidence? Yeah. But, of course, in the end, if we want to work on the evidence basis, that we all want to work on an evidence basis, actually, we need to have some materials who are actually clinically tested. And since you also use bioceramics, it's also, I mean, bioceramics are quite new material still, although... I think they were introduced on the German market in
1: 2015. Oh, the the German German market, the the B C sealer started yeah. in 2016, yeah. 15. Oh, 15, 15. Uh, you start using that material in 2015?
0: Yeah, actually, we started right away. Uh, I wouldn't openly public a minute, but for uh, before that, we used resin sealer. Okay. And. Uh, from the technique standpoint, it's basically the same. Yeah. But some people were unhappy with resin sealer because the sodium hydroxide interfered with the adhesion, and since it's an adhesive sealer, we probably got leakage. Uh, but if you ask what it he always says it's probably as good or as best as H plus <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's also leaking. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so BC sealer, it wasn't really for me personally. What do you call it, uh, a difference in treating? But I'm a very single cone fanboy in this case uh, because I find it clinically very efficient to just use a heat plugger, um, for example, from a company we both know, from mm-hmm. ETA. Yeah. And it's very easy. And then you're basically done with the operation. I don't know, you're real on the dentist. In Germany, we don't have real on the dentist compared to your country because we have, don't have a specialty, yeah. uh, a post-square. But you probably like uh, like to use warm activation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you like the squirting technique?
1: The squirting technique, I, I I will be really really honest with you. I I have seen a lot of cases from clinicians that have a great expertise doing the the squirting technique, but in my hands that technique is not working, my <laughs> <laughs> friend. Actually, it. I probably. Since <laughs>
0: bomb vertical didn't work so good with my <laughs> hands as well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wouldn't even touch Scratch. <laughs> I really like a uh, single core or modified single, single core okay. bio ceramic. Oh, <laughs> okay, with bio ceramic <laughs> it's but okay. although when I we talk about bio actually Josette Kamalit was very clear that she hates the word bio ceramic because. <laughs> The term, yeah, the term, yeah, the term doesn't like. To, to we error. support it called hydraulic silicate cement. Yeah, <laughs> maybe at the next lecture I will say at least one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, today, more is the last day of the Wood Summit.
1: Tomorrow is the last day. Yeah, yeah you are
0: right. And. Have you ever heard uh, a lecture about Steve Buchanan? Because for me it's the first time, or oh, it will be the first oh, time.
1: Oh, bro, you will have a great experience. I I admire Steve Buchanan since I was in the endodontic school. Uh, and then Did I you have took a picture of him
0: <laughs> yet? Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs>
1: because. I had the opportunity, Steve kindly invited me three years ago to receive a course with him in California. Yeah, I spent spent three days with him at his facility and we know each other since that time. I have seen him lecturing several times and in terms of teaching and transmitting information to the audience, Steve is, is great he's a showman, he's a guy that knows a lot all his practice is evidence based and I think that all the all the attendees of the roots who meet will have a great experience attending the, the three hour conference, you still have the, the yeah, bigger ex- conference in the, in the I summit. I think
0: actually it's a, such a great idea to have like a three hour lecture yeah. of such a great lecturer because at some conferences I don't like this 45-minute things, and uh, you basically you had uh, nearly 90 minutes of lecture time, which is really good uh, lecture to or time to really give out a message. And you also use your lecture time to even (laughs) (laughs) give someone some space on the main (laughs) stage. And actually, whenever I will be on the main stage, I probably do the same. Just it was a good idea yeah offer someone the ability just to present some cases uh, for some minutes uh, I think it's a great idea and a great community spirit exactly and this is
1: interesting to the audience as well because after 50 minutes Mm -hmm. the audience can start losing the attention and when you made the change you got the people attention again
0: actually I was thought (laughs) the whole people are now used uh, to a Spanish uh, English accent, no, <laughs> yeah, ta- just <laughs> to German <laughs> English accent. <Yeah>. <laughs> it <laughs> <goes really laughs> I was like, okay, only this fact <laughs> 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 needed to wake up. <laughs> yeah, um, um and what I uh, found found very interesting, but because. When I watched your lecture, I remembered your case presentation, but you sp- uh, suddenly started walking between the rows. <laughs> of yeah. Is this something? I mean, you're teaching at university, or are you also doing that at university? Is yes, that your personal thing? I mean, it's.
1: Yeah, it's it's it's. I think it's a personal thing. I I don't like just to stand up in front of people, and I I like to walk around because I can have eye contact with the attendees. Mm. And I think that is a way to show respect to the people because you are at the at the same level and you have a closer interaction with the, with the audience. Mm. And it helps to get the attention of the audience as well. And it's, I just noticed that it's something that is not so usual in Europe and in the United States. To Actually,
0: that. I remember your case presentation in Dubai. And you were the only one who did that. Yeah. <laughs> the, all the others uh, were standing on the stage. And I
1: started walking around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the crazy yeah. Guatemalan yeah. is walking around the stage. <laughs> but maybe... Uh, may- maybe it's just my uh, personal thought, but <laughs> maybe since you're te- used to teaching in university, that's, it's more common for you to do it. On the other hand, at my university, it was no, not common at all for the professors to walk around. So, hmm. actually... Whoever is listening to that, uh, I would recommend to always try this (laughs) approach as well, because it's interesting for me I was of course I was sitting in the first row because I knew I was asked to come in front yeah. but It's something strange that I don't see his lecture anymore oh I yeah move <laughs> for the people sitting in the back it's uh, nicer because you're, they're closer to you yeah. but for the feel, people in the front it's very very it strange was
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I completely understand mm. you I completely understand you because
0: so you're your solar students who are sitting in the front row <laughs> are always left behind. <laughs>
1: yeah, actually it's different because the classroom is small. And How you many cannot students walk do you around. have in your room? Uh, I teach in Mariano Galvez, the Guatemala University now. teach just endodontics at the fifth semester we start. And the average of students that I have, it's about... 35 to 40 students. I oh, think. okay. Yeah, At my home somebody.
0: university, we had per each semester uh, about 60 students, yeah, but okay. we don't have had any postgraduate endodontic program because uh, we d- don't even have like a specialist, as mm. for example, as you know, it in the USA or even in South America or other, other countries like UK and... I'm not really sure who has I know Spain has something like that, Portugal... But in Germany it's not popular at all to have such a specialty thing. Sometimes I actually think it's something good because, Uh, for example, what I personally remember about uh, Vital Power probably that in USA this lecture would probably not be possible this way because the endodontist only receive teeth who've been previously treated most of the time. And since you're also doing some restorative parts, in your hometown, especially, You have to think about both, not just like the root canal also have the chance to be like the first dentist who's treating this. And I think this is very important that endosavie dentists, as Manz called it, are taking more focus on the restoration and even like the adhesion part, of course.
1: Yeah, actually... I will be really honest with you, if I have to do just root canal treatments every day I think that I may get bored yeah. of doing just that and I like to do responsibility. But especially
0: bored if you just have you're just allowed to play scavids on the (laughs) entry (laughs) so the general dentist is supposed to do the rest and when he's suddenly drilling a post a metal post (laughs) (laughs) into your nice root canal in Germany it would not be possible this kind of option that you don't do composite pre-endodontic build up or post-endodontic closure luckily but we sometimes have trouble with dentists who want to drill a post inside a tooth even like a fiber post and I'm usually like well the posterior might not need this posterior because if I would needed one I would have placed one as well
1: yeah actually posterior teeth it's actually it's not that needed to place to place a, a post but there are a lot of of, of, of opinions
0: and there are different ways of thinking so well we just we're talking good half an hour and the root summit is such a nice place for networking as well yeah. so I just say Thank you for the opportunity to be part of the lecture. Thank you for this podcast today. Even though we are like (laughs) completely different parts of the world, it's it's very nice to have like the social community to connect. But actually I have to say one thing. I personally think, and that's our closing comment basically, um, I actually thought the Roots Facebook group, the activity decreased pretty much. And maybe with the podcast we can try to increase <laughs> it again. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, such a pity sometimes that after the root summit is basically the highlight and a lot of posting, and now it's probably will be less.
1: Yeah, I uh, it I think that it usually happens a few months before the the dates of of the summit because the organizers and the administrators of the grou- of the groups are completely focused mm. on the organization of the meeting. So I think that is, is something normal. I think that it's going to increase after the summit because it, this is really, really successful. We have enjoyed a lot. We have enjoyed seeing friends, talking with friends, and seeing high-quality lectures from uh, great clinicians from all over the world. And I, I want to express... My gratitude, George, for accepting me, my invitation to join me in this in this
0: lecture. Like as well, <laughs> like <laughs> I could say no to this great <laughs> offer. <laughs> Please t- e- take a bite of this very <laughs> delicious cake. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> it it w- I mean it was such a great idea, and I mean it shows the beauty of this meeting, which probably wouldn't not possible on every other meeting yeah. I can think of But <laughs> yeah, uh, I personally never experienced uh, such a thing actually uh, I remember some German dentist who came in late into the lecture and <laughs> thought it was the wrong they lecture they were mad you <laughs> 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 yeah but okay I'll just close the thing it's uh, I mean uh, the night is very young and uh, we we'll probably have to go to bed pretty soon to be very fit for the next maybe <laughs> <day>. <laughs> okay thanks a lot uh, Jenna and I hope we can talk too, to maybe next no, this time not in person, just online.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. Thank you very much for giving me this opportunity to join you in this podcast and keep the good work. And I hope we have another cooperation in the near future.
0: Oh, we will. Yeah.
1: Thanks a lot.